Hi, this is Farah Osbeck. Welcome back to Military and Law and Life Matters, the podcast that arms you with knowledge so you don't become a victim of injustice. So back again, I'm going to discuss another case today from the board for the uh, reading rooms. And this time it's a Marine Lance Corporal, um, but it's a USMC Marine who was in the reserve. So this is an interesting case. It's, it comes up pretty, um, it's not like very, very frequent, but it's a common type of case. So I wanted to talk about it because it applies to any reservist, <laughs> excuse me, it could be, you know, reservist in the army, air force, Navy, Marine Corps, etc. So it applies to anyone. So I thought it has some interesting fact pattern that would be helpful to you. So we have uh, Lance Corporal who was in the Marine Corps Reserve, and he basically, they discharged him because he missed 19 drills. So as a reservist, he had 19 drills and he missed them. Okay, well, so why did he miss them? So he was discharged and they gave him an other than honorable discharge. Um, and he missed them. Um, and, and the reason was failure to participate. That's like the standard paragraph under the discharge regulation. So what happened to this um, Lance Corporal Marine um, is that he was living in Illinois, and that's where he was doing his reserve duty. While he was doing reserve duty, he was also, he had a job, going to school, doing some things where he, it was being very becoming very difficult for him to continue his Marine uh, duties doing his drills. So he actually was working with the unit asking, Hey, can you please transfer me from the ready reserve, from the like reserve, regular reserve to the IRR individual ready reserve. So basically he was trying to do that. That was never approved. In the meantime, he ended up moving from Illinois to Colorado for new job he had and school professional stuff, whatever was going on in his life. So he moved there and he was asking his unit, Hey, can I now like transfer me to a unit here in Colorado? He actually found a unit and he was like working with them and he had some type of documentation, I guess, that he was working with them and trying to do drills there. Well, it was never officially approved by Illinois because you have to be like detached and then transferred. It was never. He was just like, please. He was like emailing them. Nothing official, but he, he was trying to go, but he was missing all these unit in his drills in, in Illinois. Um, at the same time, so they discharged him. He actually didn't respond. He didn't submit a statement. He waived that. He waived his right to a discharge board because remember when I discuss discharge boards to you, I always say if you have, well, you're entitled if you're an NCO, right, non-commissioned officer, you have six years or more. And one other provision, actually, I didn't mention, if you are being discharged with the worst type of administrative discharge, other than honorable, you're entitled, you're automatically entitled to a board, even if you've been in two years. Okay, so the worst type of discharge entitles you to an administrative discharge board where you can fight that. Um, you know, have a counsel to represent you, but he, he waived that all. But then he, after he was discharged, he submit this application to the Navy. And in his application, he's like, Hey, Navy discharge board, please. Again, the Marine Corps are uh, the Navy's responsible for the Marines who submit applications. He said, I'd like credit and compensation for the drill periods I did while I was in Colorado. So the board said to this, they, they don't have the authority. The discharge review boards don't have authority to like give you credit compensation. That's like a board for correction of naval records job. They can do that type of stuff. So they said, we really can't handle that, but we'll look at whether you can up your grade your discharge because he did want it upgraded to an honorable because he had an OTH. So what the board basically said was, um, okay, well, this guy missed 19 drills. 
And there is some evidence he was trying to go to these drills in Colorado. There's some evidence he's trying to reach out to Illinois, even though he didn't follow the proper procedures, doesn't have a, you know, a, a legal document saying you're detached and transferred to this unit in Colorado. He doesn't have that. But the guy didn't just like disappear off the face of the earth. He was like making efforts. He's like calling them, trying to show up in Colorado. So he must have presented some evidence. They don't quite say what he presented, but he presented something to the board where they said he's making efforts. And they said, you know, per the policy, the applicant was required to apply for a transfer um, and prior to like going to Colorado, but he leveraged, the applicant said, well, I was trying to actually go to the IRR when I was in Illinois. So they, he was using that as saying, you know, they should have just transferred me to the IRR. So they said, you know, he really didn't have the proper you know, things in place. He didn't get the approvals, but he, they said, you know, there was a breakdown in communication on the part of the command and in the individual. And the command should have also said like, yes or no, rather than they should have said like, you're not going to be able to do this. Apparently they didn't. Um, so there's a breakdown in communication. Um, but they also, then they said the applicant was not at complete fault because there was evidence he was continually making efforts to meet his responsibilities and that mitigation should be afforded to the assignment of his discharge characterization. So they kind of split the bait. They said, all right, well, like you still didn't do what you were supposed to do, but this doesn't warrant another than honorable. Cause that's if there's a significant departure of your performance, right? Significant negative aspects outweigh your duty performance. They said in this case, um, you know, it just, it wasn't a willful failure of him where again, like if you just move and don't show up and like, that's bad. Like you just go to Colorado and say, I don't care, discharge me. Then you're going to have a tough time. And this, like he was saying, you know, please transfer me calling them doing types of things. So based on that, the board, um, upgraded to a general, they didn't give him an honorable, like a fully honorable, which yeah, like if unless he had something showing he had a you know a request something was approved, but somehow the people in in um, Illinois didn't know he had an approved detachment and all that, and there was like some legal error, then it could have been an honorable. But if it's him just like talking back and forth, leaving without, they're not going to give you a fully honorable. But I think it was a reasonable result giving him the general, and then if he wants to try to get credit for that duty he says he did in Colorado, he can go to the. Uh, naval discharge, um, a board for correction of naval records, which they can do anything. They can like fix promotions, correct records and all that stuff. So in this case, they still, uh, they said, okay, we're going to give you a general under honorable condition because you know, you what you did wasn't that significant departure. It's just your 19 drills, you know, missing them outweighed your duty, your other duty performance. And they didn't change the narrative reason. They kept it at unsat perform participation, which when you see that, it just means someone missed drills. So I thought that was a fair result, um, you know, pretty much based on the facts that I see in this case. This case, if you want to look it up, I didn't do that in the last cases, but it's docket number MD20-00052. Um, if you look um, on, in the cases, but the application was received in 2019. I think it was decided in 2021. So that's that's a typical case. If you're like a reservist in any service and you just don't show up, they're generally going to give you um, an other than honorable. Actually, they also, if you just miss like four drills, which is what's needed to discharge you, they usually give you a general. But if it's they don't do that and you're still not showing up and it gets to the 
high amounts where you just disappear for a couple of years, they usually give you an OTH and you have to have a good reason for them to upgrade it. So that's a general typical case. Um, I thought a reasonable result, um, unless he has some other evidence showing, you know, that the unit was just absolutely egregious. They just were ignoring him. You know, if there's something else, I think it could perhaps warrant an upgrade to an honorable, but in this case, this seemed reasonable. So that's the uh, Marine Corps case for you. And now I'm going to talk about the life matter, um, life lesson thing for you today. So this is a, this is one of my favorites. This guy, um, Derek Sivers, I talked about him. I think I've done some podcasts of things he talks about. I really like what he writes. He's written some books too. So if you want to Google him, you could look at some of the books I've written. I, I've read like every book he's written. So Derek Sivers, S-I-V-E-R-S. So this is something I probably discussed in a prior podcast, but basically um, the one thing he said is your actions show your values. This is so true. Like, so what you do show what you value. So what you doing during the day, like, okay, I'm doing this podcast. Like I value, I like doing this. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. It shows my value in terms of what I like to do. So, um, you know, so if you say, well, I want to do this, I want to write a book or I want to start a business. I want to start a podcast, but you're not doing it. Then it kind of shows you really don't want to do it because if you really want to do it, I, I truly believe if you really want to do something, you're going to find a way you're going to find time to do it. Yeah. You could say like, I'm really busy with other stuff, but you will, if it's just like, you will find a way to do it. I truly believe that. Um, so he kind of says like, so if you want to, um, you know, look at things that you gravitate to, to kind of figure out what you want to do, like, what do you gravitate to look at your day? Look at the past week. What have you been doing the most of during the day? That's kind of, you know, and no one's forcing you perhaps to do it. I'm not talking about like your nine to five job. I'm talking about other things. When you come home, what are you gravitating to? What do you do without someone saying on your calendar, you have to do this? What is it you do without no one forcing you to do because you like doing it? What is it that if you didn't, weren't able to do every day, you would go crazy, you know, like not literally, but you would really be unhappy if you don't do this during that day, something that you like to do. Again, that's something that shows what you gravitate to, what you, your values are, what you like, just a, like a simple example. Okay. If you are so busy, you don't have time to read and you're not going to stay up like midnight to three in the morning reading, or maybe you do, <laughs> that shows you gravitate towards reading. Um, you know, those are the things to kind of show what you like and maybe to include in your day because it's something you enjoy. So again, um, look at what you do during the day that no one's telling you to do, but you do it anyway. These are things that show your value. Your value is, well, I read three hours a day because I love it. That's a value reading. Oh, I extra, you know, there's some people that go to the gym for like two hours a day. They value that. Like, now that's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but some people like are really like two hours a day exercising. That's a big value for health, for appear, whatever the reason is they value exercise. So Anyway, um, your actions show your values a hundred percent. What you do shows what you put an emphasis on, emphasis on and your value for whatever reason. So very interesting. You could use that, uh, in some manner to figure out what your values are, what you like doing, what you can't live without doing, etc. So that's a good one. Um, Derek Sivers, again, look him up. He's got some great books and, uh, that's my life lesson. Uh, life matters for you today. Um, that was a, a shorter episode than last time. It makes up for my long episode last week. But uh, yeah, so next time I hope to find another really interesting case for you to dis um, 
to talk to you about and explain the reasoning of the board, the rationale. So you could kind of get an idea of your discharge. Like, hey, is there some inequity, impropriety? How do I present my case? What do I have to show? Um, that's the point of these. So I hope you're finding this helpful. I'm going to continue doing them. I'm, I've only done like two or three so far. So I hope to give a good sampling of different types of cases. I'm looking at one so it's not the same type every week. But yeah, um, as I always say, never, ever give up because there is always hope and can't wait to talk to you next, next time. Take care.